So Mike Mills, Verity Mortgage here today. Um, we're doing something a little bit different. Um, I am actually have a friend of mine, Cody Durham here with uh, 10 Gauge Ridge Roofing. And uh, we're gonna talk a little bit today about uh, about roofing and you know things to look for when you buy a home and just stuff that you know, you know kind of need to be aware of generally when you're buying a house and considering different aspects of the house of whether or not you want to put your offer in and once you do get your offer in, you know what you really need to watch out for. So, uh, but first, before we get into all the boring you know household stuff, uh, I want to find out a little bit about Cody because in my experience, Cody. Uh, most people like to work with people they know. Yeah. Um, you generally feel a little more comfortable, a little bit more at ease with that kind of stuff. So, so tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, yeah, what you yeah. do, all that stuff. Uh, so, grew up here in Arlington, actually, Arlington, Mansfield. Uh, Mansfield's been home now, I guess, for 15 years, but graduated from Arlington High, so born and bred Arlington guy. And okay. uh, my wife and I got married, what, 15 years ago this year. We got okay. a couple of kids, so we're very ingrained into the Mansfield area and okay. play a lot of sports and yeah that's how we met each other yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely baseball years ago yeah. volleyball with the kids yeah. and uh yeah and try to find some time to do a little roofing in between but, a little bit and yeah. mix it in uh now you're also um you know I hate to tell everybody about this because you know those daggum Aggies are not yeah. my favorite in the world but uh it's a good time to be an Aggie right now <laughs> it is yeah, it is this time of year we're a little worried at the first of the year but yeah I yeah. graduated from A&M back in 2000 um, with a degree in industrial distribution and somehow from that spawned into a career into uh, roofing. Okay. And so here we are. I've been, been roofing going on, oh, I guess, seven years and uh, have my business now for, I guess it'll be about two years and uh, made, a, made a good career out of it and fortunate to work out with guys like Mike and realtors and insurance agents and uh, it keeps us, keeps okay. us pretty busy. Now you have uh, two kids, right? I have two kids, okay. yeah. My daughter, Ridgely, she's 13, eighth grade. And, and we're, we're cross-town rivals in volleyball. We like are, this. yeah, some very heated <laughs> volleyball exchanges. That's and right. And then Gage, my son, he's 11, I'm playing baseball. Yep. And so, yeah, we're, we're very, very busy. Had a long weekend of baseball this weekend. And, and somehow you got to fit in work in between every once in a while, right? Occasionally, yeah, <laughs> occasionally, yeah. So we, uh, we don't get a lot of sleep around our house. Yeah. My wife and I kind of high-five in between baseball, volleyball, just, just like you. Now, a, lo a lot of people don't know, too, but uh, you were quite the baseball star back. I know you don't like to talk about it. You never want to bring it up. Supposedly. <laughs> allegedly, I played a little baseball once per right, time. Right, but, uh, right. After high school, that was that. Now I'm living vicariously through my kids. Yeah, now you're hitting balls off roofs. You know, yeah, that's right. <laughs> get that hail damage. Whatever that's, you right, do, that's, right, that's right. That's right. Baseballs, golf balls. So yeah. So okay. So um, you um, had obviously you know been working in the roofing business before and have had some, a lot of experience over the years, and then all of a sudden you decided to start your own thing. Yeah. Now a lot of people, um, you know, that's a kind of a scary thing for people generally speaking. You know, sure. when you, you know, you step out on your own. You know, you no guaranteed income, nothing coming your way. So what was kind of the thing that really pushed you over the, you know, pushed you to want to go do that on your own? Yeah. So I, I was really fortunate when I got into roofing. I worked with a couple of really great companies to kind of cut my teeth. Um, one here locally and another one that's also in Arlington. Um, two very different kind of approaches to roofing. Okay. One is more new construction, you know, kind of high volume residential. And then the other company I work for, they do very luxurious, high-end homes, things like that. So I, I learned both aspects of the business. Gotcha. 
But all along during that time, I'm, I'm growing my own pipeline, my own book of business and my own referrals. You know, for whatever reason, I seem to have a pretty large network yeah. of, of friends and people who can refer me business that, that touch so this business. The baseball career. Just kidding. Yeah, yeah, just baseball. Yeah. <laughs> it was all baseball related. The Aggie thing had nothing to do nothing, with it. No, no, no. Nobody wants to do business with Aggies. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm very quiet. <laughs> um, I get asked that all the time. Like, sure. why don't you put Aggie owned on your uh, business cards? Where was I? Well, because oh, you were eliminating. There's 50. some UT fans That's who are right. never, ever going to call me. <laughs> Um, but, but no, I, I just, uh, having friends like yourself and some other guys that, that touch a lot of real estate or roofs just right. in general, I was just building all that business on my own and growing my network. And, and not that those companies weren't helping me with that. I was just doing more and more and more on my own. So when I finally came to the decision, Hey, let's do this on my own. It, it was maybe less scary than, yeah. than I think it might've been for some other folks, just cause I was already generating all my own business at the time. Um, sure, it, it's scary because at that point, you know, all of the, the liability and right. and everything come, comes down to me. You're the man now. It now it's all on you. But, you know, I, I think at the end of the day, about six months into it, somebody asked me how I was doing. I was like, you know, I'm pretty great. I'm, I'm stress free for the most part. I mean, yeah. there's, there's stress. There, sure. There's no perfect job. And this is certainly no different. Right. But because it was on me and I had to make those decisions and I could set things up yeah. in a way that that. I guess kind of benefited me and the way we approach problems and, and handle the processes. It's been really good. And I think um, along the way, it's been good for the homeowners we deal with and realtors, insurance agents, mortgage folks. It's uh, it's working well. So what would you say was one of the, you know, if you could look back on getting started and moving forward, what, were, what, what was like a, one of the biggest things that happened to you or that was affected by owning your own business that you really weren't quite ready for, but it's still kind of hit you in the face a little bit like, oh, okay, I'm gonna have to deal with this one. It was actually pretty recently as a matter oh, okay. of fact. Um, it, all, it all ended up, you know, well in the end, sure. but, but I made a mistake at the end of the day. Um, great homeowner, we roofed her house, we start looking at it and we're like, this is not the right shingle. Right. This is, this is not what we wanted. Um, she was clearly not happy, but she would have left, you know, been fine in the end of the sure. day, but I wouldn't have been fine right. with it. Yeah. So I said, well, she would have been fine, but she but wouldn't have been happy. fine long-term. And then that's, that's right. where the referral businesses and, and stuff that's right. going away. So I, you know, I went to work trying to figure out exactly where everything went wrong and it, and it was on me. And so we went out a week later, we tore the whole roof off and put a whole new roof up. Okay. And it costs some money, yeah. um, like anything. <laughs> it always does, money, money anytime you make mistakes. The most, but, yeah. uh, but you know, and, and I think that's what I feel about my company, and, and there's a lot of good roofing companies out sure. there, but it's when problems arise, how do you handle those problems? Yep. Do you answer your phone? Do you do the right thing? And and that's kind of, you know, I feel like it's gonna pay dividends for us long-term. It, it already has thus far. We take care of our customers, we're honest, mm -hmm. and even if it costs us a buck or two, we're just, we're gonna make sure it's right. Well, and I think, you know, a, a lot of people maybe don't realize sometimes that, you know, when you do make a mistake, you know, to own up to that, that's, that's a big, yeah. that's a big step. There's, there's many, you know, we've all dealt with lots of different companies from yeah. lots of different walks of life, not just roofing, but anything sure. where, you know, it's obvious the, the business made the mistake or something happened and, and nobody really wants to take ownership of yeah. that. And then, you know, a lot of us, we will walk away from that business and, you know, it'll, uh, you know, we'll get our service. It may not be the best, but we certainly aren't going back to that place. Right. And we're not telling our friends about it. And um, I think when you find a company and you find people 
that really can say, hey, look, we screwed up. It's our fault, you know, and draw draw that attention to yourself and own up to it. Yeah. You know, even though you made the mistake, that's how you build customers for a very long period of time. You get customers for life that way because they know no matter what, you're going to take care of them. Yeah, and, and that's the hope. And when we did it, I mean, it did. It, it stung. I lost sleep over it. But the main thing I lost sleep over was seeing the unhappiness on her face, sure. you know, knowing that that's not what she wanted. That wasn't the dream. I mean, it's a beautiful home here in Mansfield, but uh, in the end, it, it all worked out. It's fine. And, you know, there's there's other houses. There's there's more money to be made. So sure. it's, just, it's making people happy. And, you know, I think we all have a little bit of a servant's heart in us yeah. if you own your own business or any sort of service industry. Um, so well, that's a long-term decision as opposed, as opposed to a short-term decision. That's the right. short-term yeah. decision is keep the money, that's you know, right. hope nobody gets upset. The yeah. long-term decision is fix it. Take a little bit of a hit, but right. you know, you gotta be able to sleep at night and that's I'm right. Sleeping pretty well. Okay. Short spells when I am sleeping. Good. So all right. So then now tell us a little bit about um, okay, so obviously, you know, well, okay, I have a question. Yeah. Uh, 10 gauge roof or 10 gauge ridge roofing. Yeah. All right. So where'd that come from? That's the number one question I get from every <laughs> homeowner. So 10 gauge ridge, I mentioned it earlier. I have a son named Gage and a daughter named Ridgely, and the number 10. It's probably the biggest question. So my wife played college volleyball at SMU. And, and even in high school, she wore number 10. College, she wore number 10. And then my daughter, Ridgely, was born on the 10th of the month. My son was born on the 10th month of the year. So 10 is kind of our okay. favorite number. Like it. The kids wear number 10. So right. 10 gauge ridge. Was, was so we born. got college volleyball player, college baseball player, and uh, well. I did not play college baseball. Okay, no, okay. Play, no, you didn't I play wish college. I, I wish All I right. would have, but, All right. but no, I Okay, didn't. you elected so. to, to go to A&M instead. Yeah, <laughs> to study. I, I was very studious. Yeah, and yeah, I did my, want... my college career and my wife's college careers, they Quite different. Yes, quite, quite, different. Quite, quite, quite different. Yeah, I did a fair amount of studying at Texas Tech too, so I, Know, Somehow found our way. Yeah, to yeah. You figure it out one way or another. Yeah. Well, I think you actually graduated from AM. I don't think I ever finished tech. I had to come back here. <laughs> I did graduate one yeah. way or another. See? From, from some help of some very kind friends That's and advisors right. along the way. Yes. So, yeah. All right. So, um, so now tell us, let's talk a little bit about the business. Um, so, I, you know, I, obviously, you know, I've been in real estate a long time, know generally what roofers do, but I think there's probably more stuff that you guys actually do that people don't realize. So tell us kind of a, just general breadth of services, like what you guys offer, what, you know, kind of services you can give to people. Yeah, if they yeah. And, and it's, it's different. There's a multitude of things we do depending upon the situation. Right? Okay. Um, so from a real estate perspective, we'll kind of start there. Sure. Um, you know, what we find is people go out, they've had the inspection, they get an inspection report back and say, Hey, there could be some stuff going on with the roof, so we'd like to have you come out and give us an opinion prior to option making. Right. So we go out, it's usually at the 11th hour, we have very little time to get things figured out and right. things moving in the right direction. So we go out, we you know, look obviously for storm-related damage, um, just the general condition of the roof, and then we'll draw up some sort of report so they have that knowledge to go to the buyer or the seller at the time. Right. And you do this at no charge, is that correct? No charge, yeah, yeah, absolutely no charge. Any roofer that wants to charge you for an inspection, move on to someone else, whether it's me or otherwise. <laughs> right. Yeah, th there's no charge for that. Okay. So, you know, and we come out and give them what we feel is the right estimation of the roof. Gotcha. Um, you know, everybody sees things a little bit different, but we're going to give you an honest assessment. Um, so you're just coming out basically giving them an idea about how old it is, if there's any damage, yeah. um, you know, just the general quality of it as a whole. Yeah. So that way yeah. it helps them in negotiations. Absolutely. You know? Okay. Yeah. And, you know, so, you know, this is kind of where insurance and real estate collide as well, because what we're finding, it doesn't take a whole lot for, um, I guess, an underwriter to say, hey, this roof is not insurable. Right. It could be one missing shingle. The roof could be too old, degranulated. 
any multitude of things. So we're trying to, to let them know, hey, these are some issues that you can run into right. when you buy this house. Because the last thing you want to do is someone to buy this house, they go to write an insurance policy or have insurance written for their home. And they're like, well, yeah, you can get insurance, but you're gonna have to replace this roof. And if you didn't have anything done prior, then that's on you. Well, that's a good point. So, um, so a lot of people don't know too that um, a lot of insurance companies and and you know all they're all a little different but they will come out and they or excuse me they won't come out you'll get a policy a binder that'll say okay here's what your you know your quote on the policy is here's, here's how much it's going to be and then once the contract is executed and finalized and you're actually you know close and you own the house then the insurance company will send an adjuster out to take a look at the roof or take a look at other pieces of the property and give you indications on whether or not it's insurable or not. And most of the time it's the roof that's the problem. Absolutely. And so you'll have a lot of buyers that'll go out and have a house. They'll they'll be moved in, everybody's high-fiving, we're celebrating, and then the adjuster shows up a week later and says the roof's uninsurable and now they have to get that fixed uh, just to get insurance on the house. That's right. So, um, so having someone come out early and take a look at it and give you that indication before you get out of of your option period and before you actually close on your property is a big, huge help. And because it doesn't cost any money, um, there's no reason why you shouldn't do that. Um, and it's in the best, you know, people say, well, I don't want to waste your time. You know, I'm sure the roof's fine, but what would you say to that? No, you absolutely need to do it yeah. uh, for just peace of mind and right. for what you're talking about. Because as you said, they come out, they inspect the roof and then they say, this roof is not insurable. You have 60 days to get something done about it. Right. And best case scenario, you can go back to the seller and because you have two years from the date of the storm to file a claim, okay. typically. So you can go back, even though that policy is, is essentially null and void, you can go back and file a claim with them. If that with the previous insurance? With the previous insurance. From the sellers? Absolutely. Okay. All right. So, so you do have that ability. Obviously, you want to get it done prior to mm -hmm. them because everything gets convoluted at that sure. point. But you, you absolutely need to do it. And then one of the other things that, that I think there's a big misconception about is there can be a really old roof. It can be bad and it can be uninsurable just period uninsurable. The thing is though, that roof may not have any storm related damage. And I think that's where a lot of the confusion comes in. Just because it's old, doesn't mean that an insurance adjuster is gonna total that roof. Okay. Old is not gonna get you a roof. It has to have storm related damage. Actual damage on it. It has to be damaged. It has to either be, you know, wind or hail. Those are the, your, your two biggest factors. And you can't go up there with a, like a like a rake and scream. You cannot, you cannot. <laughs> they can that, see that? They, can they, they do. There's right, some forensic right. guys that are gonna track that down. Okay. But, but that's, I think, where things get a little fuzzy in the real estate business because I will tell them, hey, this roof is really bad. I don't believe it's insurable just based because, or based upon the fact that it's just old and degranulated. Right. It's not good. So at that point, maybe they call an adjuster out. The adjuster comes out and says, roof's fine. We're not paying you a penny for anything. The roof's not fine. Right. That roof is still potentially uninsurable to whomever is buying that home. Okay. So from a real estate perspective, your realtor, your roofer, they need to have a real honest conversation saying, no, we really have to have this roof replaced prior to the sale of the home. And we do not believe insurance is going to total this roof. Okay. So how would you typically get that covered? Or I guess, how do you, how do you uh, solve that problem between the seller and the buyer? Yeah, that, that comes down to the real estate agent and what gotcha. they're able to negotiate. Gotcha. Um, because I know, I mean, just because we look at enough roofs and most roofers will, will know, sure. hey, this, this isn't going to fly. Right. Um, and the other thing is we're finding too, and I, I guess it's probably been around forever, but once a roof hits kind of like that 15-year mark, you're going to notice your premiums are really, really high if they'll write, write it at all. So that's another benefit right. too. So let's say you've got a 15-year-old roof today. If you put a new roof on it, 
the premiums are going to be significantly less. Right. I'm sure you got insurance agents. Yes. You're going to talk to about all this too. That'll <laughs> yes. explain it much better than I. But um, if we escape, I guess, from the real estate side of things, uh-huh. I think that's a, a big fear just for homeowners in general too. They're scared to file a claim because, well, it's going to make my rates go up. Right. In the state of Texas, that is not the case. Right. Mother nature cannot affect your rates negatively at all. Actually, it's the other way. It's going to help you. Yes. That, that's absolutely yeah. right. So you you file the claim, they total the roof, you put a new roof on, your rates are going to drop. And would it be, would I be correct in saying this? Because I've, I get backwards on this a few times, but if, so let's say I'm the seller, right? And I have some damage on my roof. You're my buyer. You're coming in to buy the house. You, you, Cody, come out, check my roof, say, hey, you had some damage. There was a storm, you know, six months ago. You need to get this replaced. Now, I, as the seller, am thinking, well, I don't want to pay for this. Like, you know, I'm about to sell my house. But uh, in reality, the insurance company is going to pay for it. Correct? The vast majority of it. The, the only majority. thing that a homeowner um, it is required to pay is the deductible. Okay. You have and to pay so, the deductible, which even in some cases you might be able to work something in the contract there, possibly. I don't know. So, so the only way that you could really help with the deductible and it's a big math problem at the end of the day, sure. if there are collateral items that maybe you're going to pay out of pocket, you could take maybe those funds and put them towards the deductible. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, the, the state of Texas made that language very, very blatant a couple of years ago. Okay. In no way, shape or form can you rebate a deductible. Right. And anybody <laughs> that's doing that, it's probably not not the best, it's right? Not, not great. Don't, don't want to do that. Don't yeah. want to do that. So stuff. you, you got to be careful gotcha. that for sure. Gotcha. And it's, you got any roofer out there that that language has to be stated in their contract. So yeah, okay. you got to be very, very careful. And then, so as the buyer now, if um, if if I'm following correctly, then is now I got a new roof on my house, and my insurance premiums have gone way down because I think you know everybody knows insurance, or, or I say knows it. Everybody understands you have to have insurance on your house and on your car and things of that nature. But I don't know that most people realize that the vast majority of the premium for your homeowner's insurance is built into the age of your roof. That's absolutely correct. Because what are most claims on insurance? On is that, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Specifically around here, I mean, five to eight years, you're likely getting a new roof. Right. And so we we see that, and your rates reflect that. So each year, you know, you get that new roof, you get a new roof discount. Again, depending upon your policy or whomever you're right. with, every year you'll start to see that rate creeps slowly up. creeps up. Yeah. And so people will, one of the th- first things they'll do is they'll call their insurance agent. Hey, my rates are getting high. Mm-hmm. And any good agent's going to say, hey, well, have you had your roof looked at in a while? Have you had a hailstorm? No, as a matter of fact, yeah, we've had some roofs go up in the neighborhood. That's the easiest way to, to get your rates reduced. Yeah, Other I, than screwing with your deductible, and we can talk more about that too. Sure. We're seeing more of that happening too, depending upon the policy or the carrier, where they're moving a lot of people into a 2% deductible. And that's 2% based upon the insured value of your home. Yes. Home values are going way, way up. And so those deductibles are going up too. So you really want to know if I can advise anybody to look at anything with regard to their policies, specifically going into storm season, you know, March, April, May, know what your deductible is because a 2% deductible, you know, on a half a million dollar home, that's a $10,000 check. And I don't, I don't like throwing around $10,000, <laughs> especially for a roof. No. Well, that's that's <clears throat> we deal with that a lot, too, on the mortgage side of things, because um, whenever uh, we get to certain deductible levels, because you can do one, two, three. I mean, there's some companies that will even do a little bit more than that because consumers generally are pretty price sensitive. Yeah. So they see that premium for the insurance. They're like, oh, I want that. That's what I want to yeah. get. 
What they miss or don't realize is that they're getting a two or 3% deductible. And then when that damage actually comes, which you know it does, happen. it happens, um, you're having to come out of pocket a lot of money. And then as the mortgage company, we actually require that um, if you're gonna have any more than a 2% deductible that you have to show reserves in your bank account that you have enough to pay that deductible. So sometimes we can help you catch that, but not all the time. Yeah. And um, you know, when, when your insurance guy or when your roofer guy shows up and says, hey, you get a brand new roof and it's gonna bring your premiums down, you're like, all right, that's great. Like now we need to check for 12 grand. <laughs> like, yeah. wait a minute. I didn't plan for that. Yes, yes. So that is a big thing. I'm glad you brought that yeah, up. Absolutely. And, and one other important piece, and I'm seeing a little bit more of this, I, I think, a lot of companies that were doing this purged a lot of business, but they move people from what's called a replacement cost policy into an actual cash value policy. And what the difference is in that replacement cost is exactly like it sounds. You get the value of your roof. Whatever it costs, they're paying that replacement cost. Actual cash value is essentially a, a depreciated amount for your roof. Okay. So if you have an actual cash value policy, let's say your roof's 10 years old, they've depreciated that roof by 10 years. So if it's a 10 year old roof, or I'm sorry, a $10,000 roof and they've depreciated it by 10 years, you can only be getting a check for like $3,000. Oh wow. Let's assume you have a $3,000 deductible. You're basically the end of the day, you get zero. Right. So those are the two most important things that I see when it comes to roofing. Do you have a full replacement cost policy? And what is your deductible? Okay. So, um, all right, so we kind of have a pretty good idea of what to look for when you're buying the house, right? And you're, you're looking into or selling it for that matter. And, and that was a lot of great information. So now I'm the homeowner, I own my house. Yep. Um, you know, is there anything that you would recommend like on an annual basis, monthly, quarterly that you're checking or just making sure that, you know, something's in, in decent, I mean, whether related to gutters or windows or whatever the case may be, you know, things that you guys do that you would say, hey, make sure you're looking at this certain times a year, that kind of thing. Yeah, you know, depending upon the age of the roof, okay. sure. You know, newer roofs, you're gonna have a lot less problems. Right. Um, but as the roof gets older, you know, could call it five years, I think that's probably a pretty good indicator because we're having some pretty significant storms in those amount of times. Okay. You wanna make sure everything's sealed on your roof, all your fasteners, your your plumbing boots, your vents, there are exposed nails in those areas that have to be sealed. Right. And if that stuff wears away, shifting on your home, those nails can back out a little bit. And those are leak points. Um, depending upon the roof, if they were going too fast, there might be exposed nails that never were seen um, that are just exposed and they back themselves out. Right. Those are leak points. And it may not look like much. I mean, just a, a tiny little place, but I've seen a lot of water get in those areas. But then when it freezes. <laughs> exactly. And you know, we saw a lot of strange stuff with the freeze issue yeah. that we'll, we've never seen before and we probably yeah. won't ever see again. Maybe certain areas of the country see that, right. but they're also coded differently in the way that those roofs are installed. So so after a freeze, that's a good time to look at stuff. Um, you know, we notice water backing up right. and over into like ridge vent areas, which there's a lot of homes that have ridge vent now, which I won't get into all the technical. What is ridge vent? So what you'll see kind of on the peaks of roof, you'll right. see what looks like a raised area. Okay. Um, and it's it's shingled over, but it's lifted up. Well, along those ridges or just below them rather, there's a vented section. So it allows the air in your attic to be the exhaust Circulated. that comes out of the roof. So it circulates that air, gotcha. you know, through the intake and out the exhaust there. Okay. So you see a lot of that, but you know, in certain areas of the roof, that ice and snow would get built up and it just starts to creep down in. Well, right. when everything started to melt, it leaked down into the home. We haven't seen that here very often. No, so. no. So anyway, but um, those things certainly need to be looked at over time. Um, a really good indicator of hail, and you know, you may, everybody's heard hail in their home likely in this area, sure. one way or another, and you hear it here in the, in the windows, and you think the whole house is coming down. The first thing you can look at, one, do you have damage on your car if it's out there? Okay. Um, and the second thing- So damage on the car is an indicator? There's okay. a good chance if you have gotcha. hail hits on your car, you've got hail hits on your roof. 
Okay. I mean, depending upon what kind of if your car's parked outside, which yeah, <laughs> all in my neighborhood seem to be out. Um, you have a big enough truck that doesn't quite fit. Yeah, in it's, not, it's not yeah. Quite, yeah. Um, but then your gutters, they call that soft metal. All the soft metal on the roof, it's just that it's aluminum. Um, it's really soft, so it takes impacts. If you have hits on your gutters um, or downspouts, it's a good time to hey call your roofer, have them come out and take a look. Um, and the other thing is just. Before you just go file a claim because you had a hailstorm, have somebody come out and take a look at it. Right. Um, you don't want to waste your own time, anybody else's time for them to come out, look at it, say, hey, there's not really any damage or there's a $300 repair that you could do. It's below your deductible. You're not getting any money anyway. At that point, you might as well just have a roof or repair it. There's no point in filing that claim. Not that it harms you from an insurance perspective, right. but it just kind of saves time and gets you back to where you need to be in lieu of just having someone come out. Okay, so if you had a storm, let's yeah. say, we noticed some hail damage, should I call my insurance company first or should I call you first? Call the roofer first. Okay, and because, why is that? Well, more often than not, you're going to call your insurance agent uh -huh. and they're going to say, well, has anybody looked at it? And you're going to say, well, no. Well, you should have somebody come out and take a look at your roof okay. beforehand. They usually give you that direction. Uh, or they'll send their own person. Not, kind of yeah, right. or they'll refer you to somebody who may or may not be. Uh, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, it, it's better to have it looked at. And also because what happens, let's assume we, we do find damage on the roof. So they're going to send an adjuster out at that point when you file the claim. Right. You want to know what you're dealing with and what we're seeing on the roof because <laughs> with everybody, everybody's trying to save a little money. Of now. course. So, yeah. so they're, they're doing things a little differently now. So a lot of times what we're seeing is they're actually not sending a licensed adjuster out to your home, um, strangely enough. So what they're sending out is an inspector and they're calling it a virtual inspection. And they're like, I think I've seen, they're like film it and taking pictures. They're picture. taking pictures. And then they, some they adjusters put little dots by what they call anomalies on the roof. They're right. not gonna call it hail. They're not gonna tell it anything. Right. Because by law, these inspectors can't tell you anything with regard to your claim, anything. All they're doing is just documenting what they find. So I want to see what they're documenting on the roof when I meet an adjuster or an inspector out there. Right. So we can have a conversation about what's going on. Okay. So, and with those virtual inspections, anytime there's a transfer of information, stuff gets lost. Right. Okay. And there are a multitude of items. You would think it's just a roof. Hey, we write you a check for a roof. It's the end. There can be 50 line items of things that need to go on your roof. And each of those items is really important, you know, to the integrity of your home. Yeah. And so the insurance company owes you the money for those items and if those items are on there you're going to be shorted you know it may cost more than what they determine on the front end right so we need to have the opportunity to go back to the insurance adjuster and say hey this 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 and this was missed uh so you're Here's saying there's the missing things that aren't yeah many, yeah many things yeah yeah and sometimes there's just a, a disagreement on the roof right I, i've always been of the opinion there is no reason to argue with an adjuster sure. on a roof and I, I see that a lot i think unfortunately maybe at times that gives the roofing industry a bad name uh -huh. now, there's a, a number of things that give the roofing industry a bad name <laughs> hey every um, industry's got that so we got them right <laughs> we got it too but but there's no real reason to argue we can have yeah. a, a disagreement on the roof there are a, a number of steps you can go through to get the end result that that we believe is is what's right for the home. Right. Um, so maybe we don't agree on the front end. Maybe they decide we're only going to pay for one slope of the roof, but we feel there's enough damage on the entirety of the home. You, as a homeowner, a policyholder, you have the right to ask for a second inspection. And there's a number of steps and kind of hoops you have to jump through to get that next adjuster out, but you have that right. And so having a good roofer who knows, you know, what's required, you know, through the photo documentation process, the estimating process to send those items in to get that adjuster out, you need to be able to do that. And arguing with the guy on your roof is never going to get the intended outcome. Anymore. Right. Yeah. You're not going to give it to him. No. Yeah. And, you know, and a lot of times, sometimes that second look doesn't get what you want either. Right. You have to go to the appraisal process. 
and that's a whole another can of worms I'll say that's probably another guy you should bring in to talk yeah. to um, but but with that there's a whole different license group of people that get together and can get you the outcome where you need to come okay. so, so the insurance company will send out their appraiser you will have your own appraiser they meet in the middle and discuss what needs to happen all right well to go to that step you really need a roofer or somebody who believes in their heart of hearts that you have enough damage to, to go to those next steps because like anything it, it costs additional money right so you need, need a legitimate reason certain. yeah yeah absolutely. yeah not just because you don't like the answer you got <laughs> that's right and, <laughs> and you know and i i don't want to dog knock door knockers sure by any stretch those guys are they work really you're hard when you're out there they're, yeah, yeah. They're, they're making it happen yeah but you do need to be really careful and, and follow up with any roofer that whether they knock on your door or whether somebody refers you to do your background check on them make sure they're good um, because you want to get an honest answer. Yeah. There, there are guys that come in from Louisiana, Kansas, wherever after yeah. a storm, and it's, at the end of the day, it's just a numbers game. They're yeah. beating on doors, whether you have damage or not. Hey, file a claim. If you if the adjuster comes out and totals your roof, call me back, we'll put a new one up. But if they don't and they partial you, which we can talk about partials too if you want to, but that's kind of the worst case scenario. They don't care, they just go on to the next one. Right. So just really do your homework, find somebody who's good, and number one thing in roofs, and you hear about it every year, don't ever give a roofer money up front. Just don't ever do it. Yeah, anytime you have, uh, again, like you said, not knocking the door knocker guys, they're out there hustling and doing their thing. But, um, you know, you got to be careful with that kind of stuff just because you don't know them. And, and you know, it's always best to, you know, good news is if someone knocks on your door and asks you if you need a roof replacement, odds are you probably had a storm recently. Absolutely. And they're there and quick. Right. Yeah, yeah, and you quick. probably need it. And it's amazing how many companies pop up out of nowhere yeah. <laughs> once the storm Well, hits. and the reason for that, strangely enough, and I get asked this a lot, like, oh, well, are you licensed in the state? Texas. There is no licensing to be a roofer in the state of Texas. Anybody, any Joe Blow? Anybody. Anything. Yeah. Now, obviously, ask if they have insurance and sure. things like that. Sure. You know, better business bureau, all the kind yeah. of general suspects, but there, yeah. there's no licensing. Yeah. And until that changes, that, that's just going to continue to be a problem. Well, and that's a good point, too. You know, um, a lot of people, a lot of times think, uh, well, you know, I don't know anybody or I can't, you, you got to remember, you know, if you're looking for a roofer and let's say you don't know anybody, you know, hopefully you watch this, you see Cody, you give him a call. But if you're missing and you don't know somebody, well, call your real estate agent when you bought your house, call the lender who did your loan, call your landscape guy who mows the yard. I mean, we're all, you know, we all kind of run in similar circles because we're all related to the business in one form or fashion. And it's always better, again, to do business with people that you know and that you trust and that you can get other referrals from, you know, how did you guys, how did they do for you? Um, recently had somebody who, uh, you know, kind of called me out of the blue that you were doing the roof for. And um, it was tracing my, uh, one of my, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. one of my team members. Yeah. And she was like, you know, do you know Cody Durham? I'm like, yeah, I know Cody, yeah. you know, really well. And she's yeah. like, well, he's coming to do my roof. Is, is he going to do a good job? I'm like, well, I don't know about that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I was like, yes, of course. Like he's fantastic. And she's, you know, she was checking just to make sure that, you know, cause y'all never met. She didn't right. know you. And, and, yeah. you know, this was in Dallas, by the way, you know, yeah. Speaking of that, you know, what, what areas all do you guys serve? All over, yeah. All over. I mean, we, we within about two hours, we'll, we'll go wherever. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So she was uh, definitely checking your uh, your history, you know, going online, Absolutely. looking at you, and but got nothing but good responses. So she felt great. And you went out there and took great yeah, care of her. Yeah, we knocked so. it out. She was yeah. great. We got it done. Yeah. It was a good, steep roof, too. Yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> well, that's what she's like. I'm not getting up there. Yeah, I, not, like, I didn't want to get up there. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. So, um, all right. So last thing, kind of, I'm just curious of this because everybody always has really good stories. So I want to know, you know, you've been doing this now for several years, you know, you got your own company. 
company rolling. So what, you know, we can leave names out and there's no need to bring that up, but what is your, what's your best, you know, kind of story of, well, this happened you won't believe this person did this or said that. You got one of those? Oh gosh, I'm sure I do. You put me on the spot. I know, I know. You got to think about it a little bit. Um, I mean, we have that stuff happen to us all the time where, you know, (laughs) that's kind of the joke in the office. Well, talk to somebody and like, okay, this is, listen to this one. This is pretty good. Yeah, no, man. I, I mean, I did have uh, someone and. I do not do this, by the way. However, she had like raccoons and cats in the roof and wanted me to go in and get the cats. I, I, I'm out. Like get the cats? She wanted you to go yeah. fish, yeah, fish like, the I'm cats. not fetching cats out of the roof. I'm sorry. I'll do a lot of stuff. That one comes to mind. Um, so wait, wait. Raccoons? So she had, like, were they her raccoons? No. Or were they just no, living in they there? they just somehow got okay. in the roof. Right, and so Because right. Susan the is trying to get a raccoon and I keep telling her she can't have a raccoon, yeah, but she I'm, wants one as a yeah, pet. Send Susan to me. So yeah. That was a bad, bad <laughs> That's what I keep yeah, telling her. No, man. Get or something. That's, no, no. TikTok is causing me a lot of problems because <laughs> they keep showing videos of raccoons yeah. being pets. Don't get a raccoon. Yeah. It's a wild yeah. animal. Okay, yeah, leave it don't. in the wild. It's a bad idea. Right. It's a bad idea. Um, gosh, I'm trying to think of a really good story. I'm gonna have to think on that. Okay, I'll, I'll get back to on that. I'll send anything. you one. But uh, but anyway, there there's been a lot. I'm sure they all definitely run together. Yes, right. yes, yes. Uh, there's you know, anytime you're up on top of somebody's roof digging through their attic and all kinds of stuff, I'm sure you know there's there's all kinds of adventures that come your way on that. So yeah, we see lots of stuff. Well, Cody, I really appreciate you coming Absolutely. by, uh, taking Thanks. a few hours out of your day. I know he drove all the way from Dallas today because he had another job he was doing. I'm back in Mansfield, so he drove all the way back here just to do this with me. So uh, you know, we can show a couple hundred people hopefully. But yeah. uh, if anybody wants to. To contact you yeah. um what's the best way to get a hold of you and uh let them know um you can go online uh 10 gauge roofing.com um or 10 gauge ridge roofing.com rather you can call me on my cell 817-470-7471 um i'm easy uh facebook we're up there google okay. um we're around you're on all the socials i'm on i'm totally sick <laughs> is that how you say it? is that what the kids are i saying? think so i don't know man yeah. i i uh i just uh put things up and then hope it works out i don't really pretend to yeah, know what I the heck's know. going yeah. on yeah. Well, you got people for yeah. that don't you mike yes yeah. oh well yeah, something like that. Well, and and by the way, um, you know, if you're looking for some good quality merch, you know, I will say the hats and the shirts. You got some pretty solid. They're pretty solid, man. I I, I really like the. You got the Eric had the one with the tin, just the tin on it. I thought it represent the full. No, I I dig it. I dig it. So if you're looking for some good solid roofing merch, that's also you know reach out to them for that. Yeah, get a new roof. Maybe hook you up with (laughs) that. Throw it in the hat aside. All right, brother. Well, I really appreciate you coming out. Thanks a lot. Yeah. And we'll talk to you soon. Sounds good.